All right, we're back. I'm Rick Sullen filling in for Mike Hayes. About a half hour to go here of the crosstalk. On the phone with me now, I switched these around. So I brought Quentin with Big Boar on, and I played Blue Christmas. And then I play a most wonderful time of the year when I have Dr. Aaron Morecambe at Mayo on. But usually when we're talking to doctors, it's kind of, we're feeling blue, right, Aaron? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess usually if people are sick, they come see us. But the nice thing in primary care is we do preventative medicine, too. So sometimes people are just coming for their physicals and they're feeling well, and that's good. All right, so you, you're... Like what? Can you just describe like what your job is there at Mayo? Like your Dr. Aaron Morcom and your specialty is what? So family medicine, which we see all age ranges, and I have sort of a unique job because I do half teaching and half of my own patient care. So I work in a residency training physicians that are uh, just starting out. So I uh, supervise them in clinic, and I do. I also work in the hospital with them and deliver babies, and then I do my own. I do all I see my own patients in clinic too. So I have like a half education, half patient care job, which is pretty cool. Are you like? Are you pulling the baby out? Uh, well, we don't pull it out. We assist them to push <laughs> it and catch. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, it's not like uh, when I'm at the farm and I wrap the my my uncle wraps the rope around the calf and we pull it out. It's not like that. It's not how it works. No, it's not like that. <laughs> but you, like but your job, you're you're the one that's uh, right there, huh? Yeah, if they if the patients see in the family medicine doctor, because um, there's you know you could see a midwife or OB. There's several different specialties that uh, do that. But yes, if you're seeing family medicine, then we'll be at your delivery. Will you be working on December 31st at maybe 11.50 p.m.? December 31st. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm on call for the uh, January holiday. For the holiday? I don't know know who, or for the, sorry, January, for the New Year's holiday. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be the New Year's baby, if that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, that's what I was kind of getting at, because I'm curious. I'm sure you talk to people from the other hospital. Do you guys, is there a competition Maybe in, just uh, either in lacrosse or to, to have the first baby, to have the New Year baby? You guys talk about yeah. this? You actually get like a gift package if you're the New Year baby. And it's uh, the, it's not like one gift package for Mayo and one for Gunderson. It's whoever's the first one born in lacrosse. Yeah. Kind of is a competition. You know, what, 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 do you, what do you get if you're the first baby? This is some, something, and now parents out there, or potential parents out there, just... Start planning, right? Like January, okay, February, March. So, like, right around April, you want to start trying to have a baby so you can try to have the New Year's baby, right? Yeah, unfortunately, you just can't plan it all the time. <laughs> I'm not quite sure exactly what they get. Um, it's baby supplies, like diapers and things like that, but it might change every year what it is. I'm not quite sure exactly what's all entailed. It's not a PlayStation 5? I feel like we could look ahead no. a little bit and give a PlayStation 5. That'd be no, really no. nice. <laughs> uh, we're speaking with Darren, Dr. Aaron Morcom at Mayo and Lacrosse. Um, all right, so this is something I've, I've talked to a couple of you, you know, you experts in the medical field about just the idea that, uh, it, and it's kind of, it's you know, sometimes we talk about too much, sometimes we talk about it enough, but um, after two years of a pandemic, uh, kind of staying safe, wearing masks, stuff like that, um, are our immune systems a little bit more? 
uh, prone to getting the flu because we've just been we've been staying away. Like the flu, the the numbers have gone down the last two years of the flu, and then our immune system is isn't ready to handle if we're exposed to it. Did I explain that right? Yeah, yeah. So the the first two years, I guess twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, with COVID, when there was all the masking and isolation, and you know, kids not in school. We, I don't think I saw a single influenza case those years, which is really rare. Like, usually we start seeing influenza. This year it was really early, uh, but sometime in the late fall. And then once you get to past the holidays, January, February, you really see a lot of it. So that was kind of, like, amazing that there was no single positive case that we saw. Yeah, that's crazy. Not, yeah, now, but that there is a problem with that also because you're right, the immune system... Like we kind of have to have a little bit of exposure or we lose immunity to things, especially with flu where it mutates and it's not a stable virus. And the same thing has happened with RSV, which we're seeing a lot of that in kids right now. And the older kids, which we usually don't, it's usually more of like a younger, like baby thing that you see. But because kids were more isolated during the pandemic, when they would have been exposed to it when they were younger, they weren't. So now they're getting exposed for their first time when they're older. And that's part of the problem why we're seeing so much RSV right now. All right. So is it as simple as going and getting vaccinated for that stuff? Or is there other things that we should be doing? So the flu shot, definitely you should be vaccinated if you have not already done so. And this doesn't mean you couldn't get influenza. You totally still could get influenza, but it does tend does decrease your risk and make it less severe. And when I'm saying influenza, it's not like vomiting and diarrhea, the flu that people think of. That's, that's a misnomer. That's actually viral gastroenteritis. It's not the flu. Is, that's not the same as influenza. That's totally what I was thinking when you say the flu. The, the, I think about feeling awful and puking. Yeah, that's not. Some people can puke with influenza, but this is mainly like upper respiratory symptoms, very similar to COVID, that we're trying to uh, prevent. And influenza can be just as bad as COVID, and especially for little babies. You do not want a little baby to get influenza, especially in their first 30 days of life. All right, so so if it's not me puking and feeling like that, is it just like yellow mucus? Like what are what are the, the main signs? Uh, cough, fever, congestion, body aches, very similar to COVID symptoms. Okay, and then when that happens, isolate yourself. Yeah, there. So there's. It's a virus, so antibiotics don't work. There are medicines like Tamiflu that can be taken by mouth, especially if you're very in a very high risk category. Um, but otherwise, there is no treatment per se for flu beyond conservative things. And the same thing for RSV. There is no. There's no vaccine for RSV. There is an antibody treatment that can be given to prevent it, but it's only given to very high risk kids that were born premature. So for everybody else, there, there's you can't get an antibiotic or a medicine to treat RSV. It just has to play its course. All right, and maybe I wasn't listening. What is what does RSV look like or feel like? Uh, so that's upper respiratory. Now, if an adult gets RSV, you probably will just think you have a cold because mm-hmm. we've been exposed and the symptoms are usually mild, like a cold. But if a kid gets it, especially if they're really young, they can have severe difficulty breathing. Uh, wheezing, up, you know, nasal congestion, upper respiratory things. Again, very similar to COVID and influenza, but tends to be more severe in really young children. All right. And if that happens, bring them in? Uh, 
if they're having severe difficulty breathing, you should bring them in. <laughs> right, if yeah. they're not, there might not be anything we can do, and you just need to keep them at home and monitor them. Okay. Make sure they're good rest and fluids. All right, rest and fluids. That's what, yep, that's what I was just, just going to say. All right, uh, Dr. Aaron Morcom from Mayo joins us every Wednesday at this time. Thanks a lot. Yeah, have a great day. You too. All right, we're going to take.